Hey guys, thank you for tuning into the podcast. So it has been a minute and I apologize. That was not my intention whatsoever. I had planned to record every single week and release an episode every single week. But unfortunately, um, that didn't happen. And one of the reasons is because we moved out of the country. I'm currently, well, my family and I were currently living in Peru as missionaries. And uh, we're excited for this season. And uh, the title is Faith to Go. And I planned to release this podcast prior because it's been a faith journey to get here. We didn't wake up and say, hey, I'm going to Peru. And that, that we're going to Peru tomorrow. That's definitely, (laughs) that was not the case. And if you know us, you know that this is not new for us. We've lived in Peru before. But if this is your first time listening, yes, um, this is not new for us. But because it wasn't new for us um, initially when we believed we were supposed to come back, there were some things that we just needed to deal with in our heart as far as um, trust and faith in God that he was the one who was sending us. And so that was really important for us. And uh, I just have a few um, stories about faith and leaving and what happens when you have faith in yourself and you make a decision and what happens when you have faith in God. And so the first story is from when I decided to move to Atlanta from Detroit. I was in a horrible relationship. I was 20, and even thinking back to that, I'm like, I was such a baby, and I was like, I mean, like, people say you're an adult by 20, but, like, life has hit me hard, and most people didn't talk about their emotions or depression. You just shopped, and you got over it, and so for me, um, I either poured my emotions into a relationship, which ended really badly. Or I, you know, went to Target. Back then, Target was still popping. <laughs> and I bought something for myself. And then I remember seeing a bunch of clothes with tags on it that I had never worn. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> and so I had a friend who had moved down there. And she was like, Brittany, you need to come. She is like the motivator. She's still the motivator. You can tell her you have an idea. And she'll brainstorm with you all night to help you bring it to fruition. And I love you, Jen. So, yeah, so I went and visited, and it was great. It was new. It was fresh. There was something that opened my eyes, and I was like, I can do this. I'm going to do this. And so I came back. I told family, like, I'm moving to Atlanta. I'm moving to Atlanta. And people were like, what are you going to do there? I was like, I don't know. I'll just pick up and finish school, and I'll get a job. And, you know, my whole thing was like, what's the worst that could happen? And, you know, what's so crazy is that I didn't necessarily have faith in God um, because my relationship with him was very distant in a sense where I felt like God was kind of disgusted with me by some of the choices that I had made, which is a lie. I want to say that <laughs> he's never, ever disgusted with you. In fact, that he always loves you, even when you're a hot mess he loves you he's never ever saying clean yourself up and come to me in fact he's saying come to me give it to me lay it at my feet and let me help you let me pull you up let me clean you off let me pour my love on you all right i'm not gonna preach i'm gonna keep going with the story so anyhow um yeah i was just kind of like feeling distant from god but there was this prayer that i heard that was kind of like hey god if you promise to help me, I'm going to get it right one day. And so that was just my prayer, I'd say, sporadically prior to me leaving and on the road there. 
I packed up my neon at that time and whatever I had, I packed up in the back seat. I made lunches and I was like, I'm not stopping except for gas. And I got on the road and I made it, I think, to Kentucky before I needed to stop. And then I filled up and then I just pushed it. That was that was my leap of faith. And that was more so faith in myself. But I think at that time, God is just like, give me something to work with. I was a hot mess. I thought he was distant, but I just had faith for more. For I desired something more. And then also, I will say this. I was believing that I'd get a fresh start. Like, I'm not going to sleep around. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to be a good girl. I'm going to look good to him. And then he'll be pleased with me. And then I'll be happy. And all will be well. Well, um, I left when I was 20. I turned 21 within the first month or two of me being there. And I ended up hooking up with a guy that I was messing around with in college. And so, look, I'm laid up with the guy again. And I'm not happy. You know, it was just like, I'm still not happy. What's up? Like, why? I thought this was a fresh start. I'm working at a low-paying job, but I need to pay rent. And I'm just not happy. And so I received Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I received Jesus in my heart. And I am a new person. And if you want to know that story, you got to check the last episode of How I Came to That Christ. Because that will kind of give you the backstory of how things literally took a 180 and I took off like a roadrunner, I guess you could say. I don't even know if that's a great example, but I just went for it and I went for God. And I wanted everything that he had for me. And that was faith in him, faith in what is the Bible said. I never thought about reading the Bible like and really believing that it's for me. So when he said that my God should supply all your needs, when he said that he was for me, when he said that he'd bless me, when he said I was blessed and not cursed, I believe that I was blessed. And if I was blessed, then I should have a better job. And if I should have a better job, then I need to activate my faith. And so I decided to activate my faith and go for more because more was for me. He wanted more for me. And um, I just decided to apply for a few jobs and put in my two weeks notice because my cousin's husband had brought my ticket to come back for Christmas and I was like I'm going back and my employer the employer at the time was like no you're not you gotta work Christmas I said well I can't work you gotta take me off the schedule I'm not taking you off the schedule putting your two weeks or you know work and I was like who 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 does he think he's talking to like do you know my father like he got me we good and so I put in my two weeks and he, he decided to be funny. Like, okay, I'll put you on the schedule for three days and two weeks. And it was all good because when it says that he shall supply all of your needs, he shall supply all of your needs. And I hope this is encouraging right now that the season we're in where things look unsure to a lot of people. But when the Bible says that he will supply all of your needs, it's not a suggestion. It is a command that I will bless you and I will supply all of your needs if you believe and trust in me. And I took that scripture, I dissected it, and I believed it for myself. Now, my roommate, on the other hand, she thought I was crazy. She was like, uh, Brittany, first of all, how are you going to quit a job without a job? <laughs> I'm like, because there's no way I won't be able to find a job. I have enough money saved up to last me throughout the next month, and there's no way I cannot find a job. I, I just believe that God was too good to let me not be able to have an income to pay my bills and to find a job that I actually loved. And so I got on that plane and left for Detroit to go back home to visit family. And when I got off the plane, I had an interview for a place. And it was good because it was working with kids, which was um, 
something I'd done before, a passion of mine. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take it. And so when she told me to pay, I was like, eh, I don't know. But I considered it because I was like, it's more than what I'm making now. And um, it is at least in something that I know I enjoy. So then while I'm on vacation in Detroit with family, I get an email from an interview that I had. And I even did like um, two interviews and I didn't get the job. And the person's like, oh, it didn't work out with the last person. The offer is still open. If you'd be able to do this, it would actually start at the beginning of January. <laughs> Let me tell you how God works. That's how he works. That's how the Lord, he works. He sets it up for you when you put your faith and trust in him and you decide to go after whatever it is that he is saying. I'm preaching to myself right now. So anyway, I was like, okay, I'll take it. She's like, oh, what about your other job? I said, I quit. She's like, wait, you quit your other job without a job? I was like, yeah, I did. So she probably thought I was crazy, but she didn't know how God operated in my life at that time, you know, or how he does operate in my life. So anyway, um, that's kind of my first or second story of faith to go, you know, um, the first time I had faith in myself. And so while it was working out, it wasn't working out. And I was sad and I was depressed because I didn't have a source higher than me to lean on. So I was leaning on myself. And anytime you're leaning on yourself, <laughs> it can be challenging because we have a natural strength. As women, number one, we have this natural inability. As mothers, we have this multitasking strength. We can get it done. We can make it happen. We can make it work. But it's something so amazing when you take not just your strength, but you rely on the strength, the greater one who lives inside of you. If you know Christ, you can go beyond your threshold. You can go beyond your ceiling. And there is grace and there is a peace about what you're doing because it's not just you. You're not operating in just your normal, natural ability. You're operating from a higher frequency and a higher source. And so that's what happened when I received God and when I received Christ in my heart, I began to walk in that type of faith. And so I have a lot of stories that I can share um, in regards to like stepping out and trusting God. And I'm not going to lie, after I received Christ, there were times where I tried to do it in my own strength and I failed miserably. But the good news is I remember as soon as I called on him, he never, and that's the beauty of Jesus and beauty of God, our Father, our Heavenly Father, He's never like, yep, you should have came to me or you wouldn't be in that mess. He's like, all right, let's fix it. Let's get it together. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's get it going. And sometimes I know people are like, it doesn't work like that. It does work like that. When you get in the Bible and you read about God and the characteristics and you see His integrity and how He loves you and how He's for you, you'd see that that is actually how it works. And this journey to where we are today, I'm sitting in the kitchen on the floor because every other room has an echo because we don't have adequate furniture for my voice to stop bouncing off the walls. Um, and I hope there's no echo in this because I do not want to re-record. And, you know, I might not re-record. I might just put it out there and just go with it. You know, this has been a journey for us because there was some offense with the country. We were putting our trust in man more than in God. And we kind of just washed our hands of Peru. And just when we left the last time, we was just like, okay, we're supposed to go back. We're done. And started church in Brooklyn. And because we're for the people, we're for the city of Brooklyn. We're city people. We love Brooklyn. We love the culture. And it's so crazy because we left in 2017. I had my daughter the beginning of 18. And God began to deal with me first before my husband. 
I had a dream and then I just, just in my heart and in my notes, I was just like, Lord, light my husband's heart back on fire for ministry. And then I began to have dreams that people were starting to support us as missionaries, not as pastors, because that's what we wanted or we thought we'd be. But I remember I was like sad and just after having my daughter, my hormones were all over the place. And I was at church and at that time we were, or our last church, or still our community, C3 NYC. And um, Pastor Georgie came down, well she came and she ministered that day and it just spoke to me. And I remember saying to her like, oh, you know, we're at this church and we believe we're called to be pastors and we used to be missionaries, but we're not missionaries. And she's like, I just believe that God wants to, in her Aussie accent, she's like, I just believe that God wants to send you out from here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> not what I wanted to hear, but I was like, okay. And I remember telling Della, he's like, send you out. That sounds like missions. And so he still wasn't really trying to hear it, but I think, um, a few months later, he asked me a question. I had no idea that the question he asked me, I'd give him the answer that would provoke him to think about why he's so turned off from Peru at that time. And so um, it just began from there. And because we wanted to trust God and we wanted to make sure that it was God and not us, we needed God to confirm it. We needed God to build us up. And I remember hearing um, a message from Nancy Dufresne. Nancy Dufresne has said, oftentimes when God is doing something great in you, you people might not be able to see it outwardly, but it's taking place on the inside so that when God releases you, you're ready. And that was exactly what was taking place for my husband and for us. And because he's ahead of our home and because we're connected and we're one and I'm really submitted to him. So if he's like, babe, God is saying this, I'm like, let's go, let's do it. I trust you and I trust God in your heart and in your life and what he's speaking to you. And so I saw it firsthand. I saw how God was encouraging him and how he go to God in prayer and how he just needed more, not necessarily confirmation, but he needed God to strengthen him in certain areas. And he was being built up for where we are today so that when challenges come, he'd be like, nope, God said this. I trust him. I trust him over the voice of the enemy. I trust him over man's voice. I trust him over any doubt that can come because things are still going to come and oppose what God is speaking to you. That does not ever stop happening when you just receive Christ. The thing that does happen is that when you get in the word and you get before him and you get in prayer, you allow your, it's a muscle. You work that muscle. You build that muscle so that you silence those voices and you don't allow them to become louder than the voice of God in your heart and in your life and what he's saying to you. That was really what was happening. And us going and being here and our faith to leave and our faith to get here was all God. <laughs> we take no credit whatsoever except for just um, hearing and listening. Um, I felt like it was confirmed for me first before my husband, but I didn't want to convince him because I didn't want him to be like, well, you said, like, nope, I need God to speak to him. I need God to deal with him. I need God to confirm that thing in him because he ain't gonna put that on me when life start trying to knock you up. Nope, 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 but what God say? <laughs> So yeah, um, you know, uh, I'm so thankful for him and just marrying a strong man who loves God and who heart really is for God and for people, like genuinely for people. And so I don't want to share what God did in his heart. I'm just really hoping that he jumps on this podcast with me soon because 
this man is full of wisdom and so much knowledge and so much passion for people. And, um, you know, I can talk about him all day because that's a day. And I just, just, just really believe him and love him so much. So anyhow, yeah, we're here. And this journey to faith, this journey, with this journey in faith and the faith to go was, um, it took some time. And so oftentimes God will tell you to do something and it, it may not be the next day. And there's some times where he's like, do it now, you know, and you, the beauty of when he says to do something, you can be honest before God. Like, I don't have faith for that. I need your help. And you should have a good circle and accountability where you can say, hey, God's saying this to me. Can you pray with me about this? Or can you um, just ask me questions to make sure that it's God and not me? That's healthy. Um, because community is definitely important and you need people who will rally with you, who will speak into your life, who will encourage you because while we knew it was God, there were still challenges up until the day that we left. And I would like to say, hey, we knew it was God and we were in faith and it was easy and we just walked this thing right out. No, but I thank God that we just kept pushing forward, kept moving forward, kept going kept just like this is him this is him this is him when my husband quit his job and um there were some things that just didn't work out and when money needed to be in this specific area i mean listen god showed up every single time and that's just him because he's always going to show up and so i'm just excited to be in this place and i'm ex- excited to share this podcast and i feel like this podcast was made for such a time as this because there's just so much fear breeding right now in the world um, in regards to coronavirus. And uh, I know God has spoke directly to me through dreams where I'm personally not in fear at all. And I am not worried about it, but I think about other people. And I remember I was praying and I just could sense so much fear and anxiety and worry and just depression like oh I hope I don't get it oh my mother doesn't get it oh I hope you know and it it was like it was so just thick and you know I'm praying for people I'm praying for the world I'm praying for friends I'm praying for family I'm praying just for the peace of God to rule in your heart and your mind that you can be like we're good and we're going to be good and coronavirus does not have the last say so i don't even care if they say you tested positive it doesn't have the last say so it's not a death sentence i don't care if other people are dying from it it does not have to be a death sentence sentence over you or over your life and that's a bold statement but i believe it based on the word of god and i can confidently say it and i will confidently continue to say it and I just think this is a time now where you need to speak truth. You need to be honest with where you're at and not hold back to appease other people. And I think I've done that before because, you know, it's easy to fit in and you don't really want your faith to stand out and you don't want to be that person and you want to tone it down and look cool. No, Jesus is cool. He's popping. He's good. He's dope. He's all of that. And he has a beautiful future in store and healing is a covenant right. But if you don't know him, you won't know that and you won't have that peace. That will surpass all your understanding of where did this come from? How did this happen? Did the president release this? Did China release this? Oh my gosh, do I have it? Do they have it? I have a, <laughs> oh my God. I, that peace surpasses all of that understanding, all of it, to trust him. Like, I'm going to play my part and I'm a quarantine because even though I believe that I won't get it, I'm still in a quarantine, you know? I'm still going to stay in the house. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to be stupid, but I'm also going to take the word of God for what it is, you know? 
so anyway, I don't know how I got on that tangent, but I feel like I should pray um, um, a podcast, but there was an echo, like I said in the beginning, and uh, I prayed for, at the end, and I kind of went back and forth with myself, like, oh, I don't know if I'll pray in this one. No, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to speak live, and I'm going to speak blessing, and I'm going to speak that you you shall live, and, and that all of you will in your home, and in your family, and in your children, and their children, and their generations, and you declare it not just for yourself, but for your family, and your coworkers, and you let that that grace and that peace and that joy and hope in God rise up and you know and if you don't know him you can receive Christ right now it's so simple sometimes people think it's this drawn out thing no it's simple if you say in your heart Jesus died on the cross for me I want to receive you right now come into my heart I want a new fresh start a new outlook on life you got it right there right now in this moment, brand new in Christ. And I just say, hey, pray about community. Send me a message. I'm on Instagram under Britt Ayani. Let me pray with you. Let me come in agreement with you. And um, try to connect you with someone. I can I can try to find something, you know, so that you can walk out this life in God with a fresh start, you know. Um, but yeah, I just want to pray for you before I end this podcast. And Father, I just thank you for every single person that is listening, every single person that decided to click on, every single person who's listening because they also know me and they just want to support the podcast. I thank you, God, that we were made for such a time as this, even in the midst of the coronavirus 19. We were made for such a time as this. And I just speak peace over them. I just speak joy over them. I speak hope over them that they'd have peace that surpasses any understanding, Father, that their joy in you would rise up and that the the voice of, of fear and the voice of doubt and the voice of anxiety or worry would just soften and leave right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. I thank you, God, that you love us and you have a plan for us and you're not surprised by it, but that you have something in store for us so great. And even in this season, God, you're preparing us for the next season and that is not over. And I thank you, Father, for whatever they need, every single need would be met, that they would not lack one good thing in this season in regards to finances or payments that need to take place, God, but that money would show up, God. Jobs will show up. Opportunities will show up. I thank you, Father, that we know you. And because we know you, we can trust you. And because we trust you, we believe you. And if we believe you, Father, our heart is settled on what your word and your promises are for us. We thank you, God, for fresh understanding that we can pour out this love and we can extend this love to our neighbors, even if it's six feet away or whatever they're recommending whether it be through prayer or a phone call or a text, but that we can extend extend the same love to other people. And I just thank you, Father, for this time, for this podcast, for this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. 